Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler, on this Wednesday, uh, November 30th, last day of November. I really missed November. I was looking at the weather for next week, and it looks like it's going to rain. I'm thinking, man, I love, I'm, I'm, I'm already missing November, and I'm still technically in November because it's one of the driest months of the year here in Tennessee, um, although we did have a lot of rain yesterday. Uh, tonight, uh, here in just a few minutes, I'll have Andre Gibson come in and get his opinion on some of the biggest sports topics of the past uh, week and a half or so. Going to ask him about the uh, Jim Harbaugh situation. Also, um, Tennessee, Cincinnati. Does this, this, the Cincinnati simply have the Titans number? Uh, but first, let me say this. You know, Aaron Rodgers told Pat McAfee yesterday with his cracked ribs, rib injury, do you want to call it broke, cracked, whatever, uh, they're three and eight, and he's got a thumb injury, and he still wants to play Sunday, according to uh, what he said on the Pat McAfee. Now, that was yesterday. Uh, my thing is, you, you look at uh, his relationship with this Green Bay Packer team the last two years, the tension that's been there with the drafting of Jordan Love and whatnot, I do think that he is auditioning for a new team. Uh, I, I really think he is um, looking to audition for a new team. I do not think he's going to come back to the Packers next year. Why else would he want to play? He wants to showcase his talents. He had some good throws in the Philadelphia Eagles game. He had some pretty good throws there. But I do think uh, with that revelation right there, that, that really tells me something. It's going to be curious to see who they trade him to, how much they can get out of a guy who's 38 years old and his contract. A very good GM can make it happen. Uh, ask Mickey Loomis for the New Orleans Saints, which could be one, right, by the way. Uh, but anyways, when I come back here in a minute 19, get that out of the way. Quick announcement here. And then we'll come back and hopefully have Andre Gibson get his uh, opinion on those particular topics and more here on Sports Scope. Hello, Sports Scope followers. After five years of doing this program, once a week, balancing a 60-hour work week job, I've decided to do the program five days a week, one hour a night, taking a significant pay cut. So I've started a Patreon page, which is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Sportscope, spelled the same way at the bottom of the screen you see there, for $5 a month, 17 cents a day. You can help support the program. You ask yourself, why Sportscope? Well, I bring in such big names uh, such as Al Borges, former Auburn offensive coordinator, and, and I cover the big news uh, in sports that the corporate media will not cover. If you want to contribute more than $5 a month, you can go use the cash app. The cash tag is Sports Scope, again, spelled the same way. Or you can go to the Zelle app, sportsscope at gmail.com. Uh, Sports Scope has about 5,000 followers and growing. If you want to advertise on the program, you can email me. The word is Sports Scope, spelled the same way again, at gmail.com. Thank you, and enjoy the program. 
Okay, now I am back here live on all links here. But like I was saying before the break here, I do think that this is more of an auditioning uh, deal with here. We don't know what his relationship, Aaron Rodgers, is with McFloor, but I do think it is not good. Uh, you could see the fall off on their offense, not having Devontae Adams there the lack of reps he's got with the uh, with the other receivers. And plus, again, 3-8 and eight record. You look at Minnesota, they've practically got the Division One already. And uh, could they possibly get in the wild card? Yes, it would be one of those last wild card spots. But this is all about next year. Uh, I'm thinking of a team like a Washington Commanders may take a, a stab at Aaron Rodgers next year. And I think he's thinking about that. I really do. Uh, possibly a Colts team, uh, maybe even a Tennessee Titans team. Somebody of that nature would probably take a stab at Aaron Rodgers. Uh, it it just seems like that's what he's got in mind. You know, uh, he he just thinks um, I, he. I think he wanted to move on a few years ago. They gave him the big contract offer. He's got the two. Think about what when this first came about, the drafting of Jordan Love was two years ago. You know, and he went on to win two consecutive MVPs. And now he's got this uh, practically unprecedented contract. He, he's pushing three to four hundred million dollars here. And um you know, it, it's just one of those deals where you can kind of get an understanding. I mean, maybe the guy should shut it down for the season if he's going to retire. But when he's coming out trying to play through a cracked rib and this cold, and he's trying to play through a uh, a thumb injury, Pickle says it could be a potential media gig. Yes, he's been doing Pat McAfee's show every week, by the way. He done the Pat McAfee show. He does that every Tuesday. Uh, that's one of the reasons why his show has taken off. And also, he's done Joe Rogan's podcast. He's been outspoken against, uh, been forced to take that COVID vaccine. And I, I'm totally with him that. Uh, I understand giving people choice, but mandating, it, that, that is a totally different situation. Now, Andre, if you're there, click hit in uh, in the studio, and I'll bring you on the program, my friend. I want to make sure that he is uh, here in the background. But anyways, I just think that uh, something's going on there. It could be. It could be. Uh, it could just simply be a media thing. But I don't know. I don't know. He, he, he made some good throws the other night. You know, what they score 30-something points? But that is a story to monitor, and I was a little bit surprised at his reaction with that, you know. But I'll say this. Uh, and, and then again, he may be one of those guys, he just don't want to go out on this note, you know, uh, getting all this money and the team falling apart the way they did, or simply just saying, let me milk Green Bay for uh, a ton of money here. Let me go ahead and milk them for some more money since they disrespected me. 
Uh, they made me wait three years before I got a chance to play under Brett Favre. And now they are um, they they wanted to draft another quarterback when we just made the playoffs into the NFC Championship game. Now I'm really going to stick it to him. Well, motivating him to get the MVP for two straight years. Yeah, and something popped up about Deshaun Watson doesn't speak to the media. Uh, that is another storyline that just popped up on my screen. I'm killing times for for Andre. Uh, Andre's getting my message here, uh, and, and for some reason, now his first game is going to be going to Deshaun Watson. Will be in Houston, the team that wanted to trade him, and. Um, and there's some of his accusers are going to be at the game. I don't know what the meaning of that is. I mean, you you have settled. Uh, are they protesting his contract? I mean, at some point, you got to let things go and just let it be. I mean, you, I mean, you had the criminal, you had the criminal suit there, uh, totally thrown out of court. Two different jurisdictions, by the way, two different jurisdictions. So. This is not white. Well, it's a good old boy sitting on two different jurisdictions through those uh, uh, criminal suits out of court and the civil suits. He did settle those those civil suits. And now these people are going to um, and, and now the, the these people are going to the uh, to the game. So I don't know what that's all about. Pickles, you know, uh, but it will make it worth watching. Now, that'd be a good fantasy game, you know. Uh, you got a guy like Deshaun Watson, and it, it's an interesting game because it is the first game here in two years, practically, almost two years since the last time he played with the Houston Texans. Since then, he's not played another down for the Texans. They fired Bill O'Brien. They hired David Culley. He coaches one season. Then they fire him now they've got lovey smith that's a lot that's happened over the last two and a half seasons with the texans and now they're sitting with the number one pick right now i just read by the way that will levis officially has the quarterback for kentucky uh will declare for the nfl draft my guess is he might not even play in their bowl game this year, Will Levis of uh, University of Kentucky will declare for the NFL draft. Uh, you're going to have guys like him, Bryce Young out of Alabama, C.J. Stroud. Uh, I'm sure Stroud is definitely going to show up to the – if I was Stroud after that Ohio State or after that uh, Michigan game, I would show up to their combine, and I would do pro days. Um, you you simply do not want the last bit of tape to be that particular game against Michigan, in my opinion. In my opinion, now maybe his agent says no, skip the skip the combine, go to the pro day. But there's a lot of teams out here that need quarterbacks. That again, guys, again, four quarterbacks. Um. Four quarterback, four teams, in my opinion, have their guys. Four teams, um, four teams have their um, their franchise quarterback. 
And there he is. Okay. Andre, he's having some technical issues, but I see. Looks like he's popped up there. And I'm going to bring him on. There he is. Hey, Andre. I can see you, man. Can you hear me? That he may be having some some uh, sound issues over there. Um, I can see you, but I can't hear you, my friend. Let me let me unmute him. Either way, when he gets squared away, I'll um, we will go home in here and talk about our. Um, We will talk about our questions. <laughs> Either way. Okay. So, you know, you, you've got teams like Houston looking for a quarterback. Carolina, they've got two guys that are bust that are quarterbacks. They're looking for a quarterback. Can you hear me, Andre? Let's see. Uh, let me go ahead and remove Andre, and then he'll let me know when he is ready. But anywho, and Detroit. Again, Detroit. Detroit is a team that owes their quarterback a lot of money in Jared Goff. Now, you know, they owe him 30-something million dollars. They can cut him and save 20 of that. And uh, so that that those are tough decisions, which, you know, that guy may be a stopgap quarterback. Somebody may pick him up. Let me see. Uh, Andre, looks like he's trying to get back on again. I will... See if I can bring him on. Looks like he's having some technical issues. Hey, it happens to the best of us. Hey, Andre. Let's see. Can you hear me, Andre? Hey, man. He may be having some issues there. I'll uh, I'll I'll put him down there and see if he's uh see what happens the internet nowadays things happen you know darren woodson darren woodson the uh former dallas cowboy been on tv a ton when he was on jim jeff coach show uh when he was on jim jeff coach show he had some problems for 25 or 30 minutes. And that's former Dallas Cowboy. Been on, uh, man, this guy had been on TV forever. Worked with ESPN for years and years and years, you know. And he, he seemed to have some problems there. Let's see. Hey, Andre, can you hear me? Let's see. I'll put him back on that little side thing. And uh, um, click sound. I've had to tell him this. See what happens. Uh, maybe I can bring it back on. If not, 
We'll just go along with it, folks. We'll just go along with it. So, you know, you've got a lot of quarterbacks here, uh, a lot of teams that are needing quarterbacks. You've got a lot of teams that are making their uh, transitions right now to get quarterbacks next year. Uh, my thing is you've got teams like Carolina. They've got Sam Darnold playing. They had Baker Mayfield. Uh, they had this other guy. Uh I can't remember his name. They've had three different quarterbacks play for their team. Look at the Jets situation. The Jets are, have a winning record, by the way. Mike White, Joe Flacco, Zach Wilson. Now, I don't think this will get uh, Joe Douglas fired with the Jets. But, I mean, it is the most important position in sports, the quarterback position. But let me say something. It's not an exact science. And like I said earlier today and looking back on the and looking back folks uh on, on monday's show for instance i said there's about four teams there's there's about four teams that are okay at the quarterback position throw out aaron Rodgers; he'll be 39 next year he's auditioning for somebody i think that's my opinion um or maybe he is doing a tv thing i would probably try the tv thing if i had he's already got a ring uh, he's not going to catch Brady. Uh, he's got one of the lowest touchdown to interception ratios in the NFL history. Uh, what else do you want? You, you've got $300 million. I mean, it, it's unbelievable the kind of money they're paying these guys nowadays, even now. You know? So, so you throw out Brady. You throw out Aaron Rodgers, okay? You've got Josh Allen. You've got Joe Burrow. Uh, Josh Allen, Buffalo, Joe Burrow with, with Cincinnati, okay? Patrick Mahomes could top the whole list, right? And and a lot of people say this one's not really but controversial, but I do think that Deshaun Watson down in uh, Cleveland, that's why Cleveland gave up so much to get him. I think he's a air quote franchise quarterback, and um, I think he's a franchise quarterback. But, okay, so you got 28 other teams. Uh, Justin Herbert, maybe. Maybe Justin Herbert becomes a franchise quarterback, but he hasn't He hasn't won a playoff. He hasn't made the playoffs, let alone win a playoff game. Uh, people are asking me about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, by the way, is um, – Lamar Jackson, this is what I read today. Uh, Lamar Jackson left practice early today with a quad injury. He's officially limited, you know, plus he's been dibbling with the hip injury. Like I said last year, uh, Lamar Jackson missed games last year because of his uh, injury status. When, when you are the most rushing quarterback in the NFL attempts-wise, when you're set to break the all-time record, uh, things are going to happen like this. You know, paying him $250 million guaranteed is not a healthy thing to do. Uh, now their offensive coordinator is interviewing for the Stanford job. Uh, Stanford, uh, their head coach has stepped down, David Shaw. There's big changes coming to Baltimore, you know, and you, you've got a guy like uh, a Mad New Yorker brought on Friday's program. He said that Carlos – he was saying he would like for the Jets to get a guy like or Lamar Jackson. He's, I said, well, that's a risk. He said, no, that's not a risk. 
No, that is a risk uh, because of his injury history, because of the guaranteed money. They offered him $130 million guaranteed. I would have taken that. He's not really looking at things logically through the lens of you're taking a lot of snaps as a quarterback, as a runner. You are going in uncharted territory here, okay? The chances of you getting hurt are getting more and more and more. Now he's hurt again. So I think they'll probably, I think that coordinator will leave. He's jumping the ship that's going down up there in Baltimore. That being said, they're still leading their division. You know, they're playing ball, they're playing Denver next week. Another team that's let uh, a lot of people down this year, including myself. I'm going to bring Jamie Pags on there on here tomorrow. I'm going to get his opinion on, uh, you know, this Titans uh, Eagles game, but also. He was one of the first people to say ever. I listen to the national people too. Not all the time. A lot of them don't know what they're talking about. They repeat the same talking points and talk out of their rear end. But but n- nobody said anything like this is going to be a disaster of, of this magnitude with uh, Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson, including myself because of the defense that Denver was playing of those weapons and the offensive mind of head coach, everything seemed to be set up perfect. And he said, no, I just got a feeling that, uh, you know, Wilson's overrated. He's going to fall apart. But I want him to clarify what he was getting at. I'll ask him that tomorrow on tomorrow's program. Also, there was a friend of mine that uh, went to some Eagles games, a guy that works in one of my medical facilities. I was telling him about Jamie coming on, and he was telling me, that uh, horror stories of the Eagles, including having a coffin with Sean Taylor uh, after the death of Sean Taylor. I thought that is way out of bounds. But I'm going to ask Jamie what the fans meant by that, putting the coffin in the parking lot. Uh, That was a little crazy. I do know, I do know that they did clap when uh, the uh, medical cart comes out when they stop the game and the medical cart comes out everybody's real somber and and uh concerned whether it's a player for your team or the other team and the people were cheering because michael Irvin was laying down looking like he may have a neck injury and the eagles fans were clapping and and uh this was back in i think 1990 towards the end of Irvin's career and Irvin laughed it off and thought to himself, well, I've beat this team so many times. Now they're seeing me laying down hurt. They're clapping it on. It's kind of a sick uh, sense of humor they have. But, um, you know, my friend Kareem, he was asking, he was mentioned that, and he's kind of laughing about the Eagles situation. But, you know, Jamie, Jamie's a pretty honest guy. Uh, I think he'd give me a straight answer when it comes to something like that. Remember, he, uh, if you watched the interview I done with Jamie a few months ago when I first had the program, uh, going on Monday through Friday, he was saying that, um, let's see, what is Andre saying? Whoops, there's nothing. Go back to home page. Let me see if I can bring him back. I mean, may, I may be able to send him a link again. I'm going to send him uh resend link, L-I-N. Okay, see if I can try this while we're doing the program live. So stand by. I'll be back in just a moment, folks. 
Hello, Sportscope followers. After five years of doing this program once a week, balancing a 60-hour workweek job, I've decided to do the program five days a week, one hour a night, taking a significant pay cut. So I've started a Patreon page, which is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Sportscope, spelled the same way at the bottom of the screen you see there, for $5 a month, 17 cents a day. You can help support the program. You ask yourself, why Sportscope? Well, I bring in such big names uh, such as Al Borges, former Auburn offensive coordinator, and and I cover the big news uh, in sports that the corporate media will not cover. If you want to contribute more than $5 a month, you can go use the cash app. The cash tag is Sportscope, again, spelled the same way, or you can go to the Zelle app, sportscope at gmail.com. Sportscope has about 5,000 followers and growing. If you want to advertise on the program, you can email me. The word is sportscope, spelled the same way again, at gmail.com. Thank you and enjoy the program. Hello, Sportscope followers. After five years of doing this program once a week, balancing a 60-hour workweek job, I've decided to do the program five days a week, one hour a night, taking a significant pay cut. So I've started a Patreon page, which is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Sportscope, spelled the same way at the bottom of the screen you see there, for $5 a month, 17 cents a day. You can help support the program. You ask yourself, why Sportscope? Well, I bring in such big names uh, such as Al Borges, former Auburn offensive coordinator, and and I cover the big news uh, in sports that the corporate media will not cover. If you want to contribute more than $5 a month, you can go use the cash app. The cash tag is Sportscope, again, spelled the same way, or you can go to the Zelle app, sportscope at gmail.com. Uh, Sportscope has about 5,000 followers and growing. If you want to advertise on the program, you can email me. The word is sportscope, spelled the same way again, at gmail.com. Thank you and enjoy the program. Okay, now I'm live here back and uh, give, we'll give Andre a few more minutes and then I'll just have to go with what I got here. But, you know, like I was saying, if you've got those four, you've got those four teams that don't. So, other words, twenty-eight need a quarterback, okay? And those part of those twenty-eight, you can make you can make the point, the case that San Francisco, as good as they're doing, you know, what if Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt again? Uh, if if um, the Rams could get younger at quarterback, look at Stafford; he's already getting injured. Aaron Donald, by the way, he's not going to play. He's got a high ankle sprain. It's they're going to get a really high pick for Detroit because <laughs> Detroit's got their first round pick. Uh, same thing with um, with Denver losing. They're helping Seattle getting a better pick for them. Uh, this is going to be an interesting draft, folks. I, I don't know how good a quarterback draft this is going to be. Some are saying it's better than last year. Others are saying it's not as good as last year. That was Mac. Mac is very pessimistic on the college quarterbacks from the Mac and Jack show. 
But uh, my my opinion, I think I think it'll be better than last year. I mean, if if you look at last year's quarterback, Kenny Pickett was picked in the first round, and I can't even remember anybody other than Malik Willis, who was supposed to have been a first round pick. He ended up following to the third round to the Tennessee Titans. You know, and, and Pickle says they'll have a huge draft. Yeah, yeah, they'll have a huge draft. And what they should do with those high picks. Uh, you know, I mentioned Jalen Carter from the uh, Georgia Bulldogs. I mentioned them, okay? Defensive tackle, they can use a guy like that. Will Anderson, the defensive end from the Alabama. Those, there's some very good defensive players. Uh, Georgia's got cornerbacks that are going to be this guy named Ringo. I think it's Ringo Starr, something like that a member of the Beatles, but his last name's Ringo. Very good cornerback from Georgia also. He's going to be a first-round pick. Uh, so you got teams like Detroit, Seattle. They're going. To, it, it'd be interesting to see if Seattle, if uh, what happens with Geno Smith, if his play deteriorates and it was simply just a um, – it's simply just a situation where he just got hot for the first month or half a season, then they fall apart. But it, my guess is the way the defense gave up 40 points last week, I think a team like Seattle, they'll probably go defense. It, knowing Pete Carroll, and if the team continues to, to play hard and compete for a wild card spot, I don't think they'll catch the 49ers, even though I think they're only like a game back technically. And we've got six to go. I mean, a lot of stuff can happen uh, here in these next few weeks. But, you know, um, we have a lot of big games left, particularly this coming up weekend. Uh, there's Andre. Looks like he's moving around. I, I think he's working. I'm going to bring him on here. Hey, Andre. How you doing, sir? Hey, I'm, man, I can hear you now. I'm down to uh, minimal uh, power, man, my. My laptop and everything, man, uh, it's giving me a 404 error code. I, you know, I'm not that proficient in the world of IT, man. So, man, me neither, man. Yeah, so, I can barely spell it, my friend. I'll tell you. Hell, that's me and you both, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to call Isaiah Thomas? We got to call somebody, man. You remember, uh, that was his, uh, that was Isaiah Thomas, the former Boston Celtic. That was his nickname. Well, uh, Colin Coward was like, he don't fix anything. <laughs> hey, I don't even think he's in the league no more, is he? <laughs> <laughs> I think they fixed him. So, Yeah, he's riding the bench somewhere. Hey, it's good to have you on. Now, let me ask you this. Um I was talking earlier about the Aaron Rodgers situation. You know, he's going to play. He's got broken ribs or cracked ribs, you know, and he's, uh, uh, you know, he's got a broken thumb. And they're three and eight, man. They're they're not going to win that North. They're they're a long, long shot for getting a wild card. I think he's auditioning for another team. What's your thought on Aaron Rodgers still not wanting to shut it down this year? Man, Kirk Warner said as recently as October, and he's right about him and Brady, man. They both playing like ain't nothing left in the tank. Brady, 45. Rodgers is, I think, 38, 39. 38 years old, yeah. Yeah. It, it's time, man. You know, I think I alluded to that 
on the previous show of yours that yeah. when when the sun sets on your career, man, be be classy about it, man, and walk off, man, with with your dignity intact. Don't walk off, man, like you know you really hurting the team, man. You you know you'll lose. I'd rather go out on top. You won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Brady won many. You got nothing else to prove, man. It's it's a young man's game. Thirty eight ain't old in the working world, or, or but in, in the real world, that's still young. But I don't want to hear the fact people say, well, he still got some left. He still feel he can play. Yeah, Brady. Look at Brady from last yeah. year to this year. Vast difference, man. It, it's yeah. time to just call it a day, man. Just let that young guy mentor him, mold him. Let him, let him have it, man. Give him the team, man. This is it's. It's rumblings already, man, that they, they don't want to sign him next year. Let him go, man. Yeah. Let, let him yeah, go. He's still under contract. Uh, I think they'll try to work out something, you know. Yeah, yeah. give him a package and let People him. People says it's, that's 105 in quarterback years, you know. Uh, kind of like dog years, you know. Uh, Pickles is right. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, this ain't the old Karina Chuck wagon commercial where the dog run through the TV screen. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. You can only patch him up so long. He ain't Steve Austin. He ain't the six million dollar quarterback. Let him go, man. This it's time. We don't seen the best that we gonna see of Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. I think it's it's just high time, man, that we move on. We got a lot of young stars. Yeah. That it's their time to come up, man. Like, you know, we we got several in the league, man. That I'm I, that's exciting. Like they got both of them were at one point in time, and. You look at Joe Burrows, man. That boy's yeah. incredible, man. That's a I good transition. Him. They beat Tennessee three straight times, Andre. And Tennessee really needed that game for a mental perspective. He's undefeated against the Titans. Three straight wins. No leading wide receiver. No leading running back. On the road. More time to prepare. And they still beat the Titans. What's your thoughts about Joe Burrow and Tennessee not being able to match up well with the Bengals? Oh, I can't. Um, yeah, you popped in and out, man. I can't hear me. Let me see. Here. There it is, a little bit. Ooh. No, sorry, he's connected up. I let us disconnect to him and get him back connected to you. Okay. I'll remove you and reconnect. Just come back on. He's going to try again. Uh, technical. His wife is helping him out. I thought that was nice. Maybe that's his daughter. I don't know. But um, anyways. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I tell you, this this Titans team, they're still in it. They, they're still in it. They're leading their division. They've got a good lead there. Let's see. Hey, it looks like you trying to you, you ready? Andre. I hear you now. Okay, good deal. Feel like I'm on one of those Verizon <laughs> commercials. Hey, don't worry about it, man. I think your microphone is full of Thanksgiving turkey, man. But <laughs> we'll we'll get them. I can hear you, man. We'll, we'll get them, we'll get them cleaned out and ready. Hey, but what you were alluding to about yeah. Burroughs, man, uh the, the whole team is I I'm a Titan all the way, man. I gave up following the Packers to, to buy in right. to the Titans, man. And I tell you what, Cincinnati, to me, is like Philadelphia or Kansas City, man, and several other teams. They fun yeah. to watch, man. 
they fun to watch and they got weight. They coordinators incredible, man. I love their coordinator. Now, matched up against some of the coordinators in the league. He's top notch, man. I like Brian, man. He's a good coordinator. And and Burroughs is the type of quarterback. If he if you let him get out of his pocket, man, he'll he'll find ways to beat you, man. Yeah. He'll he'll find, find like like uh Mahomes, man. You can't help but love them kind of quarterbacks, man. They're exciting. They they make Sunday football fun to watch, man. Yeah. But do you think Tannehill – and I'm just going to ask you a question. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, go ahead. In your opinion, do you think Tannehill leagues is a little gingerly right now? That's a word I'm trying to be pretty and say gingerly. Yes. I don't think yeah. he's 100% in them leagues. I can tell the way he was – it's something about his lower leg around his yeah. ankles, man, that troubled me, man. I said, man, if he take a shot, which you ain't supposed to target that area, I said, but if he inadvertently take a shot, Right now, and that and go down, man. I see them pretty much as a, a wrap, man. It's over. It's over. Yeah, like- yeah. It does look like that. Tannehill's got that ankle issue. Uh, he's moving a little bit out there. He he made a decent run. I want to say in the Green Bay game, uh, they look to be getting healthy. Uh, I, I'm going to have a Philadelphia guy that goes to every game on tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's he out of Philadelphia. He's a super fan. And quite frankly, they get Ben Jones back and they may have their kicker back. There's a chance they may have Dino Autry back. They may go up there and beat Philadelphia. It can happen. You know, I think um, I told you as well. And, and this is my uh, catchphrase, man, when I say for for most sports, but may, mainly in in football right now, the season and sport that we're in, on any given Saturday or any given Sunday, you, it's the potential to be beat. Anybody yeah. can be beat, man. It's it's called execution, man, and mistake-free, penalty-free. Like I, I got Sunday when he touched the guy and he wasn't supposed to touch him, you know, on the on the uh, kickoff, you know, uh, field goal. And oh my God, us. that that yeah. was the worst, wasn't it? That was hard. That's high school stuff, man. He learned his stuff in high. They practiced that type of stuff, man. Uh, he he knew, but I ain't gonna say that he did it purposely, and I know he didn't. But you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. But you could see the look on the player's face. What man. was like, the What was the penalty? Was he trying to jump off somebody's back or something? Man, I think he was trying to get to him, and and uh, it, it very well could have been some of that too, man. Involved. I couldn't really get a good. Look at me neither. You know, I, I really still I still don't understand what that was all about, man. It looked like a bad call, but hey, we're in Nashville. It shouldn't have been that type of call. No, but I just see uh Pickles Lebanon came on and just said that Tannehill is not a hundred percent. I said that Sunday. He ain't yeah. you can see it, man. If yeah. something ain't quite there, don't you remember when when uh number twenty two went down with his injury? Yeah, and he came Henry. back, he he wasn't quite the same. It's almost yeah. like he's scared to put weight on it, on it, uh, ankle, man. And, yeah. And, and scaring me, man, because if he yeah. hurt, they need to go ahead and make adjustments. They got to make a man. We, we really, people might say we could or can't. We don't really need to lose no more games, man. We really don't. <laughs> it's called a table run, man. We got to run the table. Well, uh, you know, the, the Colts are not. The Colts lost last week. Uh, the Jacksonville could technically catch them. I don't think Houston will catch them. Houston's sitting on the number one pick. They're sitting on a good 
they got to play uh, Jacksonville twice again. Uh, they haven't played Jacksonville yet, excuse me. Uh, the Colts, they hold the tiebreaker against the Colts. Uh, they're getting healthy. I'm not ready to write this team off, but if they play, if the playoffs started today, they would play Cincinnati again. Oh, and yeah. they simply do not match up well against that team. Uh, that defensive line, Tennessee cannot play bully ball against the Bengals. They're in the AFC North. They're used to going against Baltimore twice a year. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Big John off. They're they're very hardcore, tough, and rugged. We're going to have to actually play more finesse football, kind of like what Kansas City would would do against the team, which they played Cincinnati uh, Sunday. Now, mind you, they also beat the 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 Bing, uh, the Chiefs twice last year as well. Um, I don't think that'll be the case this this time around Sunday. But they are a very good team. They got a really good defensive coordinator, too. Uh, and, and you're right. Burrow can throw the ball through a keyhole, man. He, he's uh, – what's uh, Dan Marino used to say, you can't defend the perfect pass. And that's the issue with a guy like that. And that's unfortunate for Tennessee. But for now on, I'm not going to simply um, – until they show me otherwise, not unless Burrow's hurt, I don't think Tennessee can beat this Bengals team, man. I hope they don't match up in the playoffs for the Nashville fans' sake. Well, I agree with you, man. I, I don't think they got it, – it's a term that, that's been used in, in many times, many ways, like that old Christmas song. <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, Tennessee don't have no answer for them Bengals, man. Them, them Bengals <laughs> on both sides of the ball, just explosive, man. And you've seen how, how they, Higgins them were just exploding now. I, I guys in the uh, uh back in the backfield, man, uh, back in for them catches, man. Burrow was just, I mean, placing the ball wherever he wanted to, man. And that yeah. and that says a whole lot, man. When when you can make catches over your head, man, you you got both feet in bounds and you catching it out of bounds, and his feet were there, and they they wanted to say, well, that that he wasn't in bounds, man. The guy was in bounds, just a picture perfect catch, and and there's no, how do you defend against that, man? A yeah. good quarterback going to throw the ball where only his receiver can get to it. Yeah. And when you were talking about Joe Burrow's arm and his accuracy, it was one other quarterback might have issues now off the field after uh, his Hall of Fame career. But that Bart, uh, Brett Favre could do it too now. Brett yeah. could, he, he could thread that needle too, buddy. He yeah, got very strong him. arm farm did. He had one, man. He had one, guy. I'm telling you what, man. Uh, when you can throw that ball 70 yards, man, uh, or better, maybe, give or take, you you up there, man, with the with the greats, man. And and before it's all said and done, and this something happened to uh, barrel down the stretch, I think, man, we we looking at a potential HOF, man, uh, when it's all said and done. <laughs> I think so. I, yeah. I think if they keep him protected and he doesn't get hurt, he's a little overconfident sometimes, and he, he does take a lot of sacks. Uh, yeah. Tennessee sacked him nine times last year, and they still beat the Titans. That's what I'm telling you, man. When when you got that that much moxie and, and, and that much grit and determination, yeah. man, uh, to make something happen on that field, man, he he he's fun to watch, man. And the, and the fans can't get mad at that, man. You can only 
Hey, the guys like Larry Bird, man, when he was in a yeah. uh, lineup hitting uh, all them jumpers and, and fadeaways and the whole Atlanta bench was like, oh, my God. Even the Titan players, you can't tell me they ain't on the sidelines. Man, you see that that catch he made? Man, you see that pass he threw? Yeah, he, he was wearing T. Higgins out, and Higgins was getting the best of uh, uh, who was the Titans' best cornerback there. Uh, I can't I call can't his remember. name, but he, he the guy from LSU, uh, Fulton, yep. Christian Fulton. Well, he was getting a uh, a lesson in coverage out there. He was getting, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was getting his look. He was getting his number call. Think yeah. about this: if I'm a Joe Burrow and I see it's a it's a word they call exploiting. If I can exploit you, I'm yeah. going. I'm gonna throw to you so many times on this side, man. He's gonna get tired of seeing the ball come to him. He's gonna say, "Move it around a little bit." Hey, same thing. I'm going to give you a guy that's in the Hall of Fame. I I, I know he in there, regardless of his on-field antics at time. But he was the same type of receiver, lying, just had it all, the whole package. Randy Moss. Yeah. Back when he was with uh, Minnesota. Yeah. He used to tell Cub Pepper, dog, just get it just get it in the air, man. Anytime you that confident, man, the guy that's covering you, he's going to have a, ho- a long day, man. You might well bring your uh, bring your plate and your sack lunch because you're going to have a long day. <laughs> hey, so let me ask you about this. Now, Lamar Jackson, uh, he had a spat on social media. Can you hear me? Yeah, here you're good. Okay. And I know where you're going with this, but let's, let's make it happen. Yeah, so uh, he had a spat on social media with the fan uh he he's in a contract year he wants like a little bit more than deshaun watson's got 250 guaranteed what's your thoughts do uh, would you sign lamar jackson to that extension and do you think the baltimore ravens will do so if you asking me i i'd say nobody's worth that not even deshaun watson peyton manning brady nobody because you know at some point when when is the sit the cap man the ceiling gonna stop rising man? None of them players is worth that kind of money, and yeah. the comment that he made was very childish. I read it and I, and I won't even repeat it. Yeah, on the air, it, it was very uh, disturbing for him to use in words. Uh, how it was uncharacteristic of of Lamar, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm Prior to that, he hasn't made those kind of comments. No, you haven't heard anything about this guy with him. No. I'll feel antics now. I'll, I'll give him that. He, um, how about talk to him? And I tell you what, I don't know what the owner, if will he be suspended going forward next season or a game? He should be. He really yeah. should. I'm going to tell you why I say he should be. Because the statement was very defamatory, derogative. It, it, it was talking about a specific group. And, and and you just don't make them kind of comments, man. Uh, really, what's wrong with sports and the people that play it today? Sometimes they they put too much politic type yeah. rhetoric in in, in their conversations, and, and they should just leave that to the people that do that, man. He he right. got a right to his own opinion, but that one was low blow, and it was uncalled for. And no, he shouldn't get that that kind of money. And and the fans are. are chiming in the raven nation on pretty much man it's split on keeping them next seed a lot of people say they ought to just cut their ties 
Yeah, yeah, no, I I thought, you know, Bucky Brooks is a former NFL scout. I want to say he's with the NFL – Bucky Brooks, NFL Network guy. And uh, he said that they should have possibly moved on from him a few years ago and brought in Justin Fields, who's now with the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of his running ability. He's got the most rushing attempt. He's up there. He's he's going to surpass Cam Newton with most rushing attempts by a quarterback. He's very high risk to be injured. He's got a hip injury right now. He set out with the calf injury today. Well, you're you talking know? about um, Lamar Jackson? Yeah, Lamar. And Lamar was hurt last year. He's missed games last year. So now you want to pay him $45, $50 million a year, 200 million dollars. He probably should have took that one thirty guaranteed. You know what? Yeah, he he's a slasher type quarterback. I'm I'm kind of on the fence with them because I promise you, in this day and time, yeah, you you can run the risk of getting pop going or sliding going across that middle. But I tell you what, had he been that type of quarterback back in the old days, man, they would have lit him up, man. Them Conrad Dovalos and. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're they're uh, number 51 for the Bears, man. Yeah. And uh, they're L.A. Rams. He, uh, man, Merlin Olsen and Deacon Johnson would have had a field day with him. He, he's yeah. too wiry. He wouldn't have made it, man. The only one I can tell you that I liked for slashes from that period that I mentioned to you to now was people like Francis Tarkenton, man. I knew you was going to say Fred Tarkenton. Yeah, man. Tarkenton was my guy, man. I you and Rick Ross. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 I tell you what. I would say it best that Francis Tarkenton. He's a slasher. I tell you what, man. That Tarkenton was incredible and fun to watch up in. How many people can do that in a, a city like Minnesota, man, when you got yeah. snow up to your ankles, man, or high? Yeah. <laughs> It, it makes for a long day, but I, I tell you what, man. Uh, I, I'm surprised that you hadn't asked me about Vandy in Florida. And, and yeah, I, my- yeah, I was going to get to that. Yeah, what do you think <laughs> about uh, Vanderbilt uh, beating Florida first time since 1988? They won in Vanderbilt. I think that's troubling for even for a first year guy like Billy Napier. What's your thoughts on the Florida coach losing a game like that in the first year? Well, I tell you. He'll get he he will get somewhat of a pass, believe it or not. This season uh, is pretty much wrapped up. We lost the uh, in-state rivals, the Seminoles. It, it was a yeah. uh, pretty close. Lost the Florida State the very next week. Yeah, you don't take losses like that lightly. The Gator Nation can't do anything but just you know suck it up, man, and, and uh, prepare for next season. But I promise you now, two years. In and we have this kind of season, it, it, it's not going to be good for Napier, man. He he may not make a third one because you know the NFL stands for three, three. Uh, not for long, word. not for long, brother. And it's, it applies. That's, a, that's a SEC too. You know it. You, you better know it, brother. The way they they sending people out of there, man, in them schools. Well, they man. fired the, the Auburn coach the second year. That's right. And I like Cadillac Williams, but he's not going to be the the head coach at Auburn, man. Not yeah, gonna... Hugh Freeze is a good coach. You know, he he beat Alabama twice at Ole Miss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're you right. But uh, Florida, man, um, I got to give Vanderbilt credit for, for one thing, man. Uh, Florida beat some tough teams. They beat Utah and several other teams, man. But we beat 
they were number seven in the in the nation, man. And that ain't yeah. nothing to sneeze at. And we beat Texas AM on the road, but then sure did. And then we slipped on a banana peel, man. Um, and started losing to teams like Kentucky, LSU, Bandit, Georgia, Tennessee. Yeah. And, and um, you know, I ain't talking about Florida State, they're not in our division. I'm talking about right. this. SEC teams for the most part, but I tell you what, man, um, the the Gator faithful ain't gonna chomp on the loss like that to to uh, Vandy, man. But Vanderbilt, think about it. I ain't saying they ran the table on teams, but shoot, man, they they almost got in the dough had they beat Tennessee. But right. I can tell you, man, uh, I don't know if Vanderbilt stopped believing in themselves on that game or, and or, or what the Vanderbilts of old where they used to get tickets in a uh, bunny bread because they couldn't even uh fill the stadium up over there man they they looked like that old vanderbilt man because <laughs> if you had to grade them on both sides of the ball man i'd give them an f man because they didn't have no answer let's be honest that's a first year coach advantage am i right yeah okay. yeah now that vandy coach uh Not what, a couple of years yeah, he's only a second-year guy. Clark okay. Lee, I think, is his name. Yeah, I know it's either one or two years. I know he ain't been there no awful long time. That's usually your best judgment on a coach, year two. And yeah. that leads me to the next question. Ohio State, uh, totally humiliated by Michigan in their own backyard in the second half. All that talent. This is technically the third year, if you throw out COVID year, of Ron Day. Yeah. Uh, do you think that – uh, this is a regular thing now. Do you think Ohio State is going to start falling off? Uh, what is your thoughts about Michigan going back-to-back to, back to beat Ohio State? Well, I tell you what, man. Buckeye Nation was whining and crying about uh, this loss. Don't think they wouldn't, man, because Ohio yeah. State don't think they ever supposed to lose. And I tell you what, I love it every time they lose because they took our coach from Florida. He, uh, he went back – Urban Meyer. Yeah, man. He he kind of did Florida a disservice. But uh, to say that to say, I kind of get uh, a tickle in my throat when I when I see them lose. But in the they, they series, they match up, man. Uh, they look – Ohio was looking for a scapegoat. Don't you think that Ryan Day wasn't a scapegoat? They, yeah. they were pretty much hollering about him, man. Uh, they If they had it their way, they'd run him off, man. They do like Kentucky and them did years ago when they moved, put a moving van outside the house. You don't lose uh, the Michigan, man. Not, <laughs> that, that That's the thing. The, the CFC, man, yeah. could set up, a, uh, I call it the thriller in football Manila. They they If they had it their way, they'd have Buckeyes in Michigan playing again, man. They'd have them playing. Oh, yeah. yeah. That they'd would be them. interesting, but I think Michigan, you know, when you follow a guy like Urban Meyer who's, Got one of the highest winning percentages in the in a, in, in college football history, three mm-hmm. national championships. Um, I, I think that uh, there's a fall off of Ryan Day, and we're just now starting to see that. Yeah, you know, uh, as far as Jim Harbaugh, he 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 flirted with the oper- with the idea of taking the Minnesota Vikings job last year. You know, he was told to take a pay cut. Uh, to stay with Michigan a couple years ago and make some staff changes. Obviously, he did. It's worked out. They've got two straight wins over Ohio State. They're probably going to be in the playoff for two straight years. Do you think he takes maybe a pro job, or does he does he stick it out at Michigan and try to win a national championship? He just signed a, a new contract, man. So 
for, yeah. for the most part, uh, we'll never see him no time soon back in the NFL. But this is my take, and, and I wonder if your listeners feel the same way. They may be t- a little split on this. As a rule of thumb, for the most part, I, I don't really like seeing college uh, coaches in the NFL, man. Yeah. Come and tell you why. If I played for you, yeah, I know you. I, I know your your style. And I know w- what you like and what you expect out of your team. But if I'm making ten million or five million, I ain't twenty no more, man. I ain't eighteen or nineteen or twenty-one. I don't have to listen to you, man. So I it it never it falls on his face nine times. Look, you can name plenty of them that did it, man. Steve Spurrier. Yeah. Uh, you can name uh, um. Your boy, man, at Alabama. Lou Holtz, Nick Saban. Yeah, Saban did it at Miami. It did not work out with those coaches. No, it really didn't. Um, Urban Meyer was a total disaster at Jacksonville. He was horrible, man. (laughs) He he almost lost his standing in Florida as a Florida uh, 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 fan favorite almost, man, because he was borderline, dude, because he almost had Jacksonville going to jump over into the uh, uh, ocean or sea down there, man. He, like, <laughs> he almost ran them in the in the ground, man. I'm like, what in the world? Because think about it, man. You ain't got no Tebow-type players, man. Or oh, yeah. Hernandez is down there. You can't man. win on talent. You got to win on, on scheme in the NFL. You better know it. You better know it, man. When when you got them guys that can run 4-4, the 40, they, they ain't thinking about uh, that what you did in college. That That's fine, but it don't yeah. equate success in the pros most of the time, man. It it, it just don't, you know. So now yeah. I'm glad he's back in at the big house, man. He need to really need to stay in Michigan, man. Uh, he 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 don't need to come back to the pros. I I pray he don't, man. It's you ain't your brother, man. Stay where you at. Stay where you <laughs> at. <laughs> please please don't come to the pros, man. Well, I I, I think it's fifty fifty, man. Mm-hmm. If, uh, the fact that he 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 interviewed. With Minnesota last year, uh, I think in the back of his mind, Andre, I don't think he thinks he can actually win a national championship because Florida's got just better. They got more talent. Well, not Florida, but the SEC teams like Georgia. Oh yeah. Uh, you know they could win it this year, but I don't. That game didn't look close last year. The Michigan Georgia game. Well, you know what, man. Uh, uh, he's right, and. Uh, I can only stick my chest out because I have said for years that I don't care if it's the Pac-10, Big Sky, uh, uh, whoever the conference is, there's no no answer for the SEC, man. Because yeah. I told people every time Florida used to lose a player, it's like they go to the swamp, brother, and pull one out of the water, and, 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 <laughs> and, and, the, and, the, and, and the Gators was back stacked for years. Pull another around. Gator out. Hey, speed, that did Florida not have that for years? It, the speed was just phenomenal, man. You, you know, you you just you couldn't you couldn't stop that run, man, and, and them boys had speed. But I'm gonna say this to you, man, uh when it when it comes to, to my gators, just picking them out of the uh sky. Yeah when you was asking me about it. Yeah. Florida lost a lot of scholarship players, man. Um from twenty twenty one, the transfers, the NFL draft, graduation. Yeah. And, and 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 you know it. That's a lot to be said for a program like that, man. You know you yeah. can't leave out the dynamics in recruiting transfers. It creates gaps in your program, man. And 
you, in order to stay relevant, you can't lose them them recruited uh, players, man, Mr. Floridas, and I'm, I'm just throwing a name. It ain't maybe such thing as like Kentucky and Mr. Kentucky. When you yeah. lose in, in-state recruits, it, it's bad. It, yeah. it, it ain't a good look for your program. I'm just going to tell you. But like you said, if we don't lose Richardson to the draft, maybe he they can build uh, something and put something Yeah, he's together. a good player. He, yeah, he but, may go to the draft. I haven't read anything yet official, I, but, you know, he may very well go declare for the NFL draft. Do you think he's ready in your opinion? Uh, I think I think he 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 looks like the type of guy that he, he looks a little raw to me. Uh, kind of reminds me of, of a Malik Willis last year from mm-hmm. Liberty that plays with the Titans. Yes. Uh, he, he's a little thicker than Willis. Uh Last I ch- at the beginning of the season, he had good gra- draft grades. But, but you know who he as the seasons went along, he's not. It's kind of his his draft grade has fell down. I mean, Will Levis' draft grade has actually went up for Kentucky. But I'm gonna tell you, Levis is a big boy, man. But uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna tell you who who Anthony Richardson's build is similar to, and I see Pickles said they like that quarterback for Florida. I yeah, like Richardson, he's a great athlete. Yeah, he's big. He's a big body. Like he's a thick ja- guy. He looks. He's got an NFL body. Like Jameis Winston, he yeah. big like him. Well, but Winston, he, yeah, Winston's an NFL guy. He's not a star, but he's he can play. You know. Yeah, he's um. I, I tell you something else too, man. Uh, I don't know if people noticed it in in some of the games that the Gators played this year, even Levis, man. Both of them boys got arms. They got arms now. They got arms. Yeah. Them guys can let it go, man. They can let that skin fly, man. They can, they can pretty much put it put it downfield, man. You know, right, right. I don't think, but if I say this, it's gonna shock the college football world. I don't think that uh Richardson should go, man. Uh declare itself. I think he ought to play one more year, man. <laughs> you want him back, huh? Yeah, man. We need him to come back one more year, man. But <laughs> I don't know his financial sir. Hey, they get paid now. To, you know, they got the NIL money, yeah. Yeah, and I love it. So you're okay with Napier? You're not concerned as a fan with Billy Napier losing the way he did? No, I I I I was hurt by the season outcome and how we played. I, I don't like people to rag on Vandy, even though I am Gator through and through. Yeah, a win is a win. I don't care if it's about three points or thirty points. Yeah. Now you look at the Carolina blowout; they had emasculated a, a UT. That was a blowout. Now, but yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. But Vandy didn't blow us out, but no. we kept it close. But a lot can be said. Think about this: a win like that for a Vandy program is a win-win all the way around because it helps with recruiting. Because they saying, "Well, hey man, look how he he's trying to put something together over here at Vandy, man. He's trying to make something happen. He's trying to put it out." So I think Vanderbilt might might if they can just put a few more good pieces together. Vanderbilt might might uh give some yeah. people uh a scare. Cause think about that was it. a big win, man. Beating Florida like that—that that was the best win since the the James Franklin days. Man, it it was the biggest win since uh, uh Jerry Lawler slapped Andy Kaufman on a uh, Dave Letterman. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, that's all I got for tonight. We're three minutes over. Hopefully you come back next week, man. Have the laptop charged up. There's plenty of sports stories out there. Man, I tell you what, uh, I, I'll be glad to come back and tell Pickles 
to keep the coffee brewing, and we'll be back soon. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you, man. Hey, have a good night. Appreciate you coming on, Chief. Man, thank you again for having me. I I love to come. As much as you will have me and much as Pickles is is on board, if they on board with you, brother, I'm all the way in, too. Thank y'all, and I hope all your listeners had a great holiday. Tune in tomorrow. I'll be talking to a Philadelphia super fan tomorrow. Okay, well, I hope he don't throw no Christmas snowballs at the uh, players because they, when they lose, they they pretty brutal in Philadelphia now. They don't I like know. to lose. You know, Tier Tart played for the – he's from Philadelphia. Hey, I the got nose family, tackle for the Titans. I got family up in that area, man, and I tell you what, outside of them and them Giants, they don't like to lose, brother. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they'll, they'll throw batteries on the field. Uh, and people's bodies, too, if they could. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, have a have good, a good night, night, man. Good night, folks. Have a great See you, one. buddy. Uh, <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs>